La 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 la. Warm ups are done. It's time to get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Jumping in Elevator, the podcast where I, Mike, from the simply most glorious YouTube channel, Mike's Mike, I talk about things you want to know more about, and I also just talk full stop. I hope everyone's doing fantastic. Special shout out to Chainsaw. Thank you for being one of my top tier patrons. And my wish for you today, I thought about this before, and I don't know if I've said this before in one of these intro wishes, but my wish is, I hope you're not lactose intolerant. Because that is just not a journey that I want for you. Um, But if you are, I hope you found a good cheese substitute. Some of the cheeses, not getting it done. Some of the cheeses are getting it done. And I hope you found your cheese. Great, fantastic. And if, look, I'm not going to judge. If you are lactose intolerant and you do eat cheese, you do what you need to do. You follow through with those actions. Great. Why am I spending so much time on this? I don't know. Let's just keep going with this episode. So the title of this episode is 50K for a verse, no album out. You might be wondering, why is that? Like, why has he gone and done that today? And it's because we've hit 50,000 subscribers on the podcast YouTube channel. That is absolute scenes. Screaming and crying. It happened. I screamed and I cried. And then because of that, the state went into lockdown. I'm sorry, everyone. The reason why we went into lockdown is because my podcast channel hit 50,000 subscribers. Thank you, everyone that subscribed. Also, if you're not subscribed and you're listening to this on another platform, thank you, too, for even just rocking with the podcast. Rocking with the pod. Ew. Um... Yeah, it blows my mind that 50,000 people have subscribed to the podcast channel. I think it's very cool. Oddly feels validating, even though I hate thinking of my audience in terms of numbers. But that, it, like that's how it works on YouTube and everything like that. Um, and then 50's halfway to 100. Factually, 100 divided by 2 is 50. I've been seeing rumors about that floating around. I just wanted to get on here and confirm that 100 divided by 2 is in fact 50. Thus, therefore, 50 is 50% of 100. Come on, maths. Um, So, following on from that, that line, 50k for a verse, no album out. If you're not aware, that is a line from Nicki's feature on Kanye West's song, Monster. And I wanted to go through that verse and talk about that. And I also wanted to talk about that number, like 50K for a verse, no album out and what that means. This episode, I've decided to be chaotic and do the research during the episode. I've done this a few times before. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's not. So I'm hoping it's going to be fun this time. Is it time that I discuss why I'm wearing what I'm wearing? Maybe. Yes. And maybe it's just a yes in the works. Actually, no, it's not. It could also be a no. Whatever. I'm wearing a backwards hat. I'm wearing my golf le fleur. Golf le fleur. Yes, I'm French. Get with it. Um, this merch is like from a few years ago and I get complimented on it all the time, besties. And, you know, I don't whip it out for anyone. So 50,000 special whipped out the golf le fleur. Jumper. Also, Rini. Rini. <laughs> Rina Sawayama hat. 
backwards because I'm giving sport right now. Also, because I'm trying to give myself hat hair. Yes, you heard correctly. I'm trying to give myself hat hair because this is world shaking. This is earth shattering revelation for you right now. Sometimes I give myself hat hair before I record videos because it makes my hair look better. Boom. There I said it. And you know what? It doesn't just stop there. Sometimes if I'm going out at night, not that I'd be going out now because I'm in L-O-C-H-D-O-W-N-E for the 1700th time. Um, sometimes if you put a hat on wet hair, as it's drying, it does like contain the girls, the girls being the hair. Uh, because my frizzy Italian hair, it just goes crazy unless I put product in it. So one way to get around that, if I don't want the super product look, is to put a hat on while it's drying, but not all the way. If you go all the way, it's over. Because you are just destined for the bowl cut hat hair. But if you just go like 50% of the way, then when you take the hat off and you dry the rest, it gives a little bit of a bounce, a little bit of volume, but it's not out of control. So there we go. Fashion tips for you. Fashion, health, lifestyle, living tips. I saw a um, TikTok just before about this guy saying that he treats the drawstrings on his jumper like hair. And I just realized that I'm also doing that as well. So I'm pretending that I'm flicking my hair behind my shoulders. It just gets in the way. Gosh, the struggle. Speaking of struggle, the lighting situation right now is heinous. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at the frame and it's making me extremely enraged. I was fighting for my life just before recording this. I was in the trenches. The camera stopped working. My internet stopped working so I couldn't turn my lights on. <laughs> Has technology gone too far? The fact that me turning... The fact that me having no internet means I can't turn my lights on? Hmm. Maybe we need to roll it back a few decades of science and technology just so I can get my lights to work. Exactly. Uh, and then these lights that I use for lighting my face when I'm recording the videos, something is just off. Because I put them on yellow light because I was looking blue, bitch. And famously, the other side of the color wheel to blue is orange. So I was like, what if I put orange on? I'll just be neutral. Come on, science. But no, the camera decided. I don't know what the fuck the camera's doing. She's decided to come for me. She's making me look blue. So the lights are just orange. And I've got dim lights and I'm still fucking blue in the screen. So if you're going to comment that I look blue, keep it to yourself. Thank you. Also, bought new sunglasses. If you follow me on Instagram, you would know that all I've been doing is wearing the sunglasses and walking around in my apartment because there's nothing else to do. I love these sunglasses. Um, if you're listening, the sunglasses are giving rectangle, they're giving square. Um, they're giving sepia tone. And the way it makes me feel is these are some of the keywords that I used. I feel LA. I feel skinny rich bitch. I feel personal assistant to Kris Jenner. But I also feel like world tour just got off stage in Dublin onto the tour bus vibes. I think it's because it's uh, making me feel like the paparazzi are trying to take pictures of me and I've got these big glasses on so they can't see the bags under my eyes. Yeah. 
Also, does me wearing these in the podcast mean that I can claim them on tax? Discuss in the comments below. That's kind of a running joke that I have at the moment. If I buy literally anything, I'm just like, and when I say running joke, I mean with myself. Nobody's laughing. Nobody moved, nobody said anything. Like I'll be in the shops buying, I don't know, a block of chocolate. And I'm like, haha, how can I claim this on tax? It's a joke, but it's not. Hmm, something to think about. Speaking of money, oh, I saw a tweet that was like, if you didn't spend $5 on coffee every day, you would have $1,500 by the end of the year. I don't care. Let me spend my money on my lattes. It's half the actual coffee and half the experience. I can't even bloody go anywhere at the moment. So me being able to walk to the coffee shop for a latte, yeah, I'll do it. Also, maybe it gives me an excuse to see the hot baristas. There I said it. There I said it. There's something going on. There's a ploy by Big Coffee to make all the baristas hot. Name an ugly barista. You can't because they don't exist. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm onto you, Big Coffee. Yeah. They didn't think I would expose that, and yet I did. Great. Okay. So let's look up Monster lyrics. Um, just on the song Monster. Kanye West Monster lyrics. Now, if you ask someone if they're a fan of Nicki Minaj and they say yes... You can run a little test because you kind of have levels of Barb. Top surface level of Barb is saying that your favorite Nicki Minaj song is Super Bass or your favorite Nicki Minaj verse is in Super Bass. Level two Barb is saying that your favorite verse is Monster. And then level three is a more niche selection. I think Monster is one of her best ones. I don't know if it's my favourite at the moment, but it's definitely a very good verse. She just does so many good ones. The problem of being successful is you just do too many things well. And don't we just know that? Hashtag 50k. Actually, that's another thing I didn't quickly mention. I'm watching The Circle and I can't stop talking like that. Circle, message blah, 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 blah. Hashtag blah, blah. Send. Here we go. Verse 4. Pull up in... The, we're going to do a discussion of the lyrics here. Pull up in the monster, automobile gangster, with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Keep in mind, my heinous Australian accent is going to mess up the rhymes completely. This is on Genius, by the way. Pull up in the monster, automobile gangster. Nikki starts off her verse by exploiting the first in three different meanings of monster. Bitch, we're learning together. In this case... Monster means big. <laughs> Come on, science, English, all the subjects. Furthermore, Nikki is starting up her verse like dramatically arriving on the scene in a car. Do I agree with that? Pull up in the monster automobile gangster. Pull up in the monster automobile gangster. Pull up in the monster automobile gangster. See, I would have thought that meant she's calling the car a monster. They're saying that she pulls up big. Okay, you do what you need to do. With a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Interested to see what the go is here. Ooh. Nikki's friend MIA. 
was born in London to Sri Lankan parents and moved to Sri Lanka when she was six months old. Nikki is also featured on MIA's Tequila. She and Nikki are known for collaborating and shouting each other out in interviews. I did not know that, that that was a reference to MIA. Oh, genius, are you... Is this real? Is, is that real? With the bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in the Tonka, colour of Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. That is such a good rhyme. One of my favourite Nikki rhymes. So, yeah, I'm in the Tonka, colour of Willy Wonka. Tonka is a company that makes toy trucks. Exactly. Usually yellow in colour. This plays off her opening line as Tonka trucks are literally automobiles. Someone went to town on the genius annotations. But I get it. So she's saying she pulls up in the automobile and she's in the Tonka. Colour of Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka is the candy mogul from the children's book Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, just going on the record saying, fuck Willy Wonka, can't stand him. Weird, weird little man. Weird little man inviting children into the factory and then like kind of killing them, you know? Did they die? Then they didn't die. But I mean, they could have. Well, didn't one of them fall in the fucking chocolate river? I would not go anywhere near a chocolate river. I don't go near chocolate fountains. I don't go anywhere where people can publicly dip. No, absolutely fucking not. And that's pre-pandemic. Like, I would not go to a chocolate fountain and dip a churro. No. There's like this one buffet that we used to go to and the kids would just go up and dip them fucking churros in there and in the chocolate fountain. I'm like, ew. Some person could come along and dip their toe in the chocolate fountain and you wouldn't know and that's circulating. I would not be caught dead dipping anything into the chocolate fountain. Okay, great. So why the fuck does Willy Wonka have a chocolate river? <sighs> I don't trust him. I don't trust him, you know? Also, I'm messing up the story right now, but I think I hate the grandpa. Charlie's grandpa. What's his name? The man that lays in the bed. I think he pisses me off for some reason. They all piss me off. Also, the fact that Timothy Chalamet is going to be the new Willy Wonka, haven't we suffered enough? Why are you doing this to Timothy? They're going to drag Timothy through the mud. Timothy, bestie. Should have said no to that one. I'm not expecting much from that. I mean, I'm holding out hope that it's going to be excellence. Cinema, hello, another Oscar. Because in my mind, he won the Oscar the first time. So hence, another Oscar. But anyway, the TLDR here is that I hate Willy Wonka. Next thing. You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. I think that's pretty... That makes sense. First things... Okay, this this bit's fantastic. Okay, first things first, I'll eat your brains. Then I'm going to start rocking gold teeth and fangs because that's what a motherfucking monster do. First things first, I'll eat your brains. Who does that? The monsters, yes. Also, I can't stop talking like bloody Miss Mojo. Next on the list, we have... Zombies. <laughs> yeah. First things first, I'll eat your brains. Monsters, zombies, yup. Then I'm going to start rocking gold teeth and fangs. Interested to see what they're going to say here. Wearing gold fangs as fronts was a Brooklyn and Queens trend throughout the 90s. So is that 
Okay, so there's like some kind of jewelry, I can imagine. Um, Cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. That kind of just like wraps all that together. Next bit. Hairdresser from Milan. That's the monster do. Monster Giuseppe heel. That's the monster shoe. Have I done this before? I'm getting major deja vu, not Olivia Rodrigo vibes right now. I feel like I've done this before. If this is the second time that I've done this on the podcast, let's just chalk that down to bad memory and keep moving. Hairdresser from Milan. That's the monster do. This is following on from, cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. I love this. She's saying, that's what a monster do. And then the da 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 da, that's the monster do. Referring to hairdo. Who's doing it like Nikki? No one, correct. Genius is saying, Milan is one of the fashion capitals of the world. Spill. A queen like Nikki requires the highest of fashion, which only a place like Milan can provide. She's known for her unique style and interest in fashion. Now, keep in mind, I think this was 2010. Hold on. Now, hold on. Uh, Kanye Monster. I want to say it's 2010. Yes. Oh my God, I got that right. Love that for me. 2010. And 2010 Nikki was that kind of, she was dressing camp. And that's not even me taking the piss and saying camp every five fucking seconds. I don't think I've said camp this episode. So the fact that I'm saying it now, it has weight. It has value. Because I haven't oversaturated the market. Um, but she was wearing those crazy outfits with the cool wigs, like multicolor wigs, really high shoes. Monster Giuseppe heel. That's the monster shoe. Giuseppe Zanotti is a high-end shoe designer and is one of her favorite brands. Okay, she references Giuseppe Zanotti a not. A, a not? <laughs> a lot. Uh, let me think of another example. Sexy, sexy, it's all I do. If you need a bad bitch, let me call a few. I say bottle, sip, bottle, guzzle. I'm a bad bitch, no muzzle. Eh? What song's that? Music makes me... Pound the alarm. Okay, we got there. Next thing. Young Money is the roster and a monster crew. Now, okay, we need a little bit of background here. Young Money, referring to YMCMB, referring to Young Money Entertainment. Young Money Entertainment, founded by Lil Wayne. Signed Nikki in 2009. That's why Nikki always shouts out Lil Wayne, always works with Lil Wayne. She has so much respect for Lil Wayne because he gave her a start. Other signees include Drake, Tiger, and this name that I do not recognize. Drake, Tiger, and Nikki are pretty big names to sign to a label. Notice two uses of the word monster here. Not only is monster used to describe their talent, but also their popularity influence in the rap game. Hold on. Now, hold on. Young Money is the roster and a monster crew. So Young Money is the roster. Talking about the rappers on the roster of Young Money Entertainment. And a monster crew. Saying that they're such a good crew. They're like the monster crew, you know? Uh, Nikki recently revealed another meaning of the Rasta. She also meant Rasta, R-A-S-T-A, as this is how she used to call Lil Wayne because of his dreads. Interesting. Okay. And I'm all up, all up, all up in the bank with the funny face. And if I'm fake, I ain't noticed because my money ain't. I love that kind of cadence throughout there. Nikki is known for the funny faces she makes in music videos. That's why she says 
all up in the bank with the funny face. And, you know, she's in the bank because she has so much money. She's making a withdrawal or a deposit. You know how it is. And if I'm fake, I ain't noticed because my money ain't. What's she got to explain here? Uh, she's talking... Okay, Genius is saying that she's referring to people circulating cosmetic surgery rumors. Hmm. Nikki also addresses those who circulate rumors of her cosmetic surgery by saying, who cares, I'm rich. And if I'm fake, I ain't noticed because my money ain't. Yeah. I, th- I like that line in terms of in the entertainment industry, people would call you fake all the fucking time, but you're still making a shitload of money. So does it really matter? Are you not entertained regardless? So let me get this straight. Wait, I'm the rookie, but my features and my shows 10 times your pay. 50k for a verse, no album out. Okay, now we're at the reference. So, I think, this is my understanding, without even reading the thing. She's saying she's a rookie because this was released in 2010. She signed to Young Money Entertainment in 2009. She was releasing mixtapes and that before. I think Beam Me Up Scotty was 2008 or 2009. That sounds about right. Um, But compared to the other people on the roster, she's the rookie. So let me get this straight. Wait, I'm the rookie, but my features and my shows 10 times you pay. Now, I'm interested to see what they're going to say here. This is apparently about Lil' Kim, a response to her detractors and more specifically Lil' Kim, who has been around for over a decade. Even though Nikki at this stage was still the new kid on the block, she made more money than any other female rapper in the game, receiving 50k for a single guest versus a lot for any artist yet to debut an album. Don't forget that. Nikki had not debuted her album. 50k for a verse, no album out. Exactly. Um, also, what's this saying? Not only is she raking in big money, but Nikki also has an extremely strong connection with her fan base, whom she calls Barbies or Barbs. Blah, 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 blah. So, let me get this straight. Wait, I'm the rookie, but my features and my shows 10 times your pay. 50k for a verse, no album out. Yeah, my money's so tall that my Barbie's got to climb it. So they're saying that Barbies is a reference to the Barbs. Okay, that is not what I thought. I thought so tall that my Barbie's got to climb it. I thought it was Barbie apostrophe S. <laughs> like the Barbie is in the ownership of the task of climbing it. So tall. Yeah, my money's so tall that my Barbie's got to climb it. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Hotter than a Middle Eastern climate, violent. Middle East covered by a lot of desert. Um, I feel like a kind of cheap line. Hang on. Yeah, my money's so tall that my Barbie's got a climate. Hotter than a Middle Eastern climate, violent. Tony Matterhorn, does he whine it? Who's Tony Matterhorn? Tony Matterhorn is a Jamaican dancehall reggae DJ who gained popularity. Oh, that makes sense. Sorry. <laughs> Tony Matterhorn is a Jamaican dancehall reggae DJ who gained popularity in the US with his song Dutty Wine in 2006. So that's why she says Dutty Wine it. Oh my God, there you go. That makes sense. Thanks, genius. Nikki on them titties when I sign it. That's how these blanks so one-track minded. The Nikki on them titties when I sign it, that's pretty self-explanatory. She's writing out Nikki when she signs the girls. That's how these blanks so one-track minded. 
not really sure what she's saying there. They also don't explain it. But I really, really don't give an F-U-C-K. Forget Barbie. Fuck Nikki. She's fake. She on a diet. But my pocket's eating cheesecake. I love that line too. But really, really, I don't give an F-U-C-K. So I don't give a fuck. Forget Barbie. Fuck Nikki. She's fake. See, this is what I was thinking before when the line had my Barbie's got to climb it because she was referring to herself in the third person as Barbie. That's why I got confused because this she's referring to herself again. Forget Barbie. Fuck Nikki. She's fake. In my opinion, she's talking about herself like her rap persona because the Harajuku Barbie is one of her rap personas. That's my understanding. They haven't really put that in this though. Did I just contribute something to the conversation? She on a diet, in quotes, but my pocket's eating cheesecake. So I think that's a reference to my pockets are fat because they're rich. There's so much money in the pockets. So the pockets are fat. The pockets have been eating. Genius is saying, Nikki takes on the voice of her critics in these two lines. They complain about her fake character claiming she puts on this face for her fans, but in reality is like a diet cheater. Stuffing cheesecake into her pants... What? She on a diet, but my pocket's eating cheesecake. Okay, stuffing cheesecake into her pants. Science explain. Um, okay, next line. And I'll say, Bride of Chucky, it's child's play. Just killed another courier. It's a mild day. Besides, yay, they can't stand. Besides, see, that's another one. I said can't, because if I said can't, it sounds stupid. Besides, yay, they can't stand besides me. Just just end my career right now, you know? If I was rapping like that, it'd be over. This is how it would sound if an Australian rapped this in, like, full Australian accent. Just killed another career, it's a mild day. Besides, yay, they can't stand besides me. It doesn't even rhyme. Mild day besides me. Yeah, anyway. And I'll say, Bride of Chucky, it's child's play. Talking about... Chucky in the movie Child's Play from 1988 and then Bride of Chucky in 1998. Just killed another career, it's a mild day. She's killing careers because she's ending careers because she's so good. Who can compete? No one. Besides, yay, they can't stand besides me. Referring to Kanye West. Here we go. I think me, you, and Am should menage Friday. Am was Kanye's... Kanye's? Kanye? Am was Kanye's girlfriend at the time. Model Amber Rose. Ooh. The line also references Nikki's stage name, Menage, which is a play on the phrase menage a trois. Menage... Oh my God, why can't I speak? I'm trying to do French. Get into the French accent. Go fleur. Menage à toi. Menage à toi. Which is a threesome. And she's talking about her album Pink Friday. I think me, you and Amber Rose should have a threesome. Is what she's saying. Pink wig, thick ass, give them whip lash. I think big, get cash, make them blink fast. Here we go. This is the end of the verse. Really high energy. Pink wig, thick 
ass. Give him whip lash. Nikki is known for her brightly colored hair and her the what? Prodig prodigious prodigious booty. Me. Me. When Nikki walks past, men stare so intensely they hurt their necks because they're the whiplash, famously. There's also a whiplash effect between this line and the next. <gasps> Bitch, I did not even consider that. With almost every word rhyming and the exact same rhythm, you get a deja vu or double take effect. Emphasized by the echo vocal effect on those lines. Wait a second. Pink, weak, thick ass, given with blash. I think big get cash, make them blink fast. <gasps> Guys. Nikki. Is Nicki Minaj real? How did she do this? How old was she when she wrote this song? Wouldn't she have been like my age? So this was 2010. Nicki Minaj. She was born in 1982. So she was 27, 28 when she wrote that. There you go. I still got time to come out with bars like that. So I think big get cash, make them blink fast. Now look at what you just saw. This is what you live for. Ah, I'm a motherfucking monster. I've definitely spoken about this verse before. This is so goldfish. Goldfish brain vibes. But I feel like it was like episode 10 to 15 that I did a Nicki Minaj discussion. So I feel fine doing this 20 something episodes later. And I don't think we went into this much detail. Otherwise, I would have remembered it, surely? Who bloody knows? Ugh. So, 50k for a verse, no album out. Let me Google. How much does a rap feature cost? Here we go. How much do rappers charge for a feature? Pop up, up, a pink wig, thick ass, give them whiplash. It's saying Drake charges $1 million for a feature. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's pump it up. How much does Travis Scott charge for a feature? 250K. That does not sound right. I feel like he would charge more. Maybe this is an old article. October 2020? Mm, 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 mm. I think they need to do their research. Says me, literally doing research while on the podcast. How much does Nikki charge for a feature? Okay. They're saying that Nikki charges 150k up to 250k. Does that sound right? If Drake's charging a million, would Nikki charge 150k? <sighs> I actually think there's some... What, okay, what song does she say how much she makes on a verse besides Monster? I feel like there's another one. Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Something, something for a verse. Just got 250k for a verse. There's a song where she says that, I think. So that sounds more likely than 150k. NBA Youngboy charges 100k. Um, who else we got here? Cardi B. There's no data. Quavo, no data. 
um, Lil Yachty, 65K. Guys, should we get a Lil Yachty feature? Should we crowdsource a Lil Yachty feature? What about, um, what if I Google it? How much does Iggy Azalea, how do I spell that? Azalea. No, I just Googled how much does Iggy Azalea. And the top search is how much does Iggy Azalea weigh? I hate these people. How much does Iggy Azalea charge for a verse? Available hip-hop and rapper booking prices. Okay, this feels like it's going to be more accurate. What is this? Okay, guys, things have taken a turn. I'm on a college concert booking agency website to book rappers to come to your college and rap. But it's not even just rappers. What the fuck is going on here? It's saying... If you pay Alessia Cara 50 to 100k, she'll come rap at your college. Alessia Cara raps? She's not hip-hop either. What's going on here? ASAP Rocky does not do colleges. That's the message under his one. Um, Azalea Banks, 40k. Guys, can we get an Azalea Banks feature? Should we get Iggy and Azalea on the same track? The genuine collapse. Um, Iggy. Let's see. 75 to 100k is how much Iggy costs. Jesse J, 75k. <laughs> Rhymes. Kanye West, he does not do colleges, guys, give it up. Uh, Kid Cudi, 100k plus. What have they got for Nikki here? Control F, Nikki. Nikki's not on here, probably because she doesn't do colleges. This is wild though. They've got twigs on here. She charges 100k. Frank Ocean, call for details. Can I call Frank Ocean? Now hold on. Um, who else have we got here? J. Cole, call for pricing. Janelle Monet, 100k. She should charge 500k, I think. She's fantastic. MIA, 75k. Uh, Macklemore. Call for details. Interesting. Mary J. Blige, 100K. Sis, charge more. I think if we crowdsourced, we could get a decent feature on a rap track. Something to think about. Maybe I should kickstart my career. Entertainment rapping career. Or just singing with a bit of auto-tune. You know, that's in right now. My cousin's a producer. I'm sure he could whip up a track. I did joke about making a meme mixtape called The Mike's Tape. And it was a joke, but I don't know if I'm joking anymore. That could be excellence. That could be a lot of fun. The Mike's Tape. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I said it's all about the timeline. You know, it's all about the timeline. Everything's about the timeline. Speaking of timelines, Loki. What a segue. Oh, please. That was really good. I deserve something for that. I'm going to talk about Loki now. If you haven't watched Loki up to the end, the most recent episode, episode six, then spoiler warning, heading in to this discussion. In three, two, one. Wig. Craziness. 
it just all went down, didn't it? Miss Sylvie really, she cooked it. Sylvie cooked it. Sylvie was like, I don't like this man. Stab. Multiversal war. Truly. I think I was actually surprised with the way in which those events could have a big impact on the MCU going forward. Because we had not met Kang before, or this version of Kang Immortus. And I thought they were going to introduce Kang in like the Spider-Man movie or Doctor Strange or something like that. Because I knew the multiverse was coming and as a result a new Kang was coming. They also announced the casting of, I think his name's Jonathan Majors, as Kang. But I didn't really expect him to show up here. Or maybe they would like tease it at the very end of the episode. But it was literally like, here's this guy. He's a mortis. Also... There's multiple versions of him and they fight each other and they cause all this shit to happen. One of them's called Kang the Conqueror. They also name dropped the Conqueror. He was like, one of them's a Conqueror. Da, 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 da. And then Miss Loki. I can't even say Miss Loki because there is a Miss Loki. Tom Hiddleston Loki goes back to the TVA and the girls are in shambles. Hunter B-15 and then Mobius. They're like, what do we do? Does he want them to branch? Who's he? Well, we find out, turns out, Kang the Conqueror has a giant statue in the TVA and he's in charge. I was confused boots because my understanding of the TVA throughout this whole series is that the TVA exists outside of time. Because you have all these timelines and they prune the timelines to make sure the, the main timeline is not disrupted. So I was very confused that the TVA had changed because I thought that was like the one true constant because it exists outside of time. But then I watched a whole bunch of videos and shout out to Screen Crush. And I think I understand it now. The absence of someone in charge of the timeline or in charge of the TVA because Sylvie killed Immortus meant that there was like a power vacuum and all the other versions of Kang are fighting and then Kang the Conqueror must have won. The interesting thing is where does that leave us going forward? Because there is going to be a season two of Loki, but then also we have all these movies coming up over like two years and they're all going to involve Kang. Now I have a theory. My theory is that when Kang shows up in each of these movies... It's a different version of him. And they might defeat that version, but it's not the big bad because the big bad is Kang the Conqueror. So they might fight one of the other versions. Something to think about. Very excited for the upcoming Spider-Man movie. I think it's called Spider-Man No Way Home. And they announced casting, like someone had confirmed, the guy who played Dr. Octopus confirmed that he was cast in this movie as Dr. Oc, which implies multiverse. Also Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. There's rumours of them coming in as well. Which, yes, multiverse. And I love that. Also, the multiverse is so smart because they could just bring in anyone. They could bring in all of the X-Men and just say that they existed in a different universe. That is... It's madness. It's madness. 
There's so much content just ready to go. They've got like the next 10, 15 years just laid out. And I love that for them. And I love that for me as a Marvel fan. Look, I love the MCU. Why lie? Why get on here and lie? I love the MCU. In my opinion, MCU outside the DCEU. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to go into detail because some people get very angry. I like both. I watch all of them. But I prefer the MCU. There's just something else, you know? But yes, <laughs> that was a bit of a segue out of the initial discussion of this episode. But I think that brings me to the end of everything I wanted to talk about. Um, thank you for the 50,000 subscribers on the podcast channel. It's madness. Um, but I really appreciate it. And you know what? Let's even try and go to 100k. Get another plaque on the wall. Another plaque on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Manifesting that. Cool. Thank you everyone for listening. And I'll have a main channel video out in the next couple of days. So keep an eye out for that. Hee 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 hee. Alrighty. Stay groovy. Stay fresh. And I'll talk to you all soon. Peace out. Bye.